Welcome to another message from Columbus First Assembly. Thanks for listening as we strive to learn and live the word and ways of God. Our hope is that you're encouraged by today's message. Uh, Grab a Bible, grab a note sheet, hopefully you picked one up, and... Christy had announced a message that I was planning on doing, and it was prepared, but after Friday, in our staff meeting on Friday, I just felt the Holy Spirit wanting me to discuss a little bit about what's happening in our world and our nation, or what has been happening in our world and our nation. Sherry, in fact, at the prayer time, acknowledged how... uh, rough it has been on some people, anxiety and fear. It feels like our world is being shaken. And this shaking is causing worldwide anxiety, fear, worry, depression, and feelings of despair, to name a few. Some of you that have had to shelter at home. Um, it, maybe these feelings are even greater for you because of the lack of, of socialization, the lack of content. Uh, connection with other people. But we have a week like this and, 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 and things seem to rise. And this fear and worry and depression and all the things that are going on are happening around us, but it also has moved into the church. And I'm not saying this to condemn any of it. I've had feelings too, but it's to make us aware that God has some things to say. Shaken is my message titled this morning, Remaining Unshakable When Everything is Shaking. And I hadn't even realized, but the one song that you sang this morning, in the, it talked about our God being unshakable. How do we remain unshakable when everything is shaking? And so that's what I'm hoping to uh, accomplish this morning. Um, Let me just have a word of prayer, and I would ask for you to just repeat this short part of the prayer uh, out loud, and if you're home, just repeat it also. Say, Dear Jesus, open my eyes, open my ears, that I may hear and see truth from God's Word and the preaching of God's Word today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We moved into 2021, and we expected things to settle down and change. Isn't that how you felt? New Year's Day rolled around, and hope of what the vaccine may bring our way. We moved into 2021 and expected things to settle down and change, and then 20. And then 2021 slaps us in the face with the events of the past week. We moved into 2021 and expected things to settle down, and then 2021 slaps us in the face with the events of this past week. What a week. The uh, Far Side cartoon, a friend of mine put on Facebook the January 6th. This is Wednesday's Far Side cartoon coming on the screen. I, I thought it was so humorous. A lady jumping out of a building that's burning called 2020. They hit the net that the firemen, and they bounce right into 2021, another building that's burning. And I I just thought, wow, Uh, Dan Kudrave, I think that's how he pronounces his name, really caught what our country 
is going through. Maybe today, here at home, maybe you're feeling anxious, maybe you're feeling defeated, maybe you even feel like giving up. What's the use? The world's going to pot, and it's taken me with it. Yes, things are being shaken, but are you and I looking at things through our eyes only, or are we seeing things through the eyes of faith? Are we seeing things through the lens of history, through the lens of God's word? That's what I hope to be able to give us all today. Uh, kingdom, context, kingdom context, eternal context to what's been happening, not just this past week, but over the past months. My desire this morning is to help hearts that are shaken and anxious, overwhelmed, that they may find some peace and hope. My desire is to speak some words of life into you today and you at home to speak some words of life to you. Short text of scripture from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12. The author, in just these few verses, says this. We're going to start in verse 20, 26. When God spoke from Mount Sinai... His voice shook the earth. This took place back when he was giving the Ten Commandments. Literally, God's physical voice spoke, and it did shake the earth. You can read about it in the book of Exodus. But when God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed. Now, look what it says so that only unshakable things will remain. Only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with a holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. Once again, God is going to shake the earth so that everything that is shakable is going to be knocked down, but only the unshakable will stand. Now, in, 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 in context, he's talking about the end times. He's talking about the end of all things. However, I believe that God oftentimes reveals how he works in maybe some uh, more limited ways. And I think that's what's going on right now. I want you to consider something. Is it possible that some of what we are experiencing in our nation and on this earth is God beginning to shake things again. The government is being shaken. Education is being shaken. Health and health care is being shaken. Have you ever in your lifetime ever considered rationing of health care? But that's exactly what's happening in some of the hospitals right now. Health and health care is being shaken. Did you know that the calls to emotional help hotlines, emotional help hotlines, this is in December. This is before January. Calls to emotional help hotlines were up 1,000% in December over where they were in December of 2019. 1,000%, not 100%, not 200%. 1,000% 1, 
over where they were in 2019. And it's been noted that the suicide rate in our country is higher than it has been ever since World War II. The suicide rate in the United States is currently higher than it has been since World War II. Emotional health is being shaken. Relationships are being shaken. And if you're like me, you're probably saying, what's going on, God? What's going on? Interestingly, as I was preparing this message, and again, I think social media, sometimes it is a sewage pit. But sometimes there are gems. There are gems. And I ran across a gem from Reverend Billy Graham. Watch with me, would you? Habakkuk said, Lord, please tell me what you're doing. And God said, no, I'm not going to tell you, Habakkuk. Because if I told you what I was doing, you wouldn't believe it. If God today told us what he's doing in the world, we wouldn't believe it. Don't you think God's given up and God's abdicated and God's left the throne? He hasn't. He's still on the throne. And those of us that know him put our trust in him and him alone. I don't put my trust in Washington. I don't put my trust in the United Nations. I don't put my trust in myself. I don't put trust in my money. I put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. When all the rest of it fails and crumbles and shatters, he'll be there. Amen? Amen. Now, I don't know when that was recorded. I couldn't find the date, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time looking. But it was probably back in the 70s or the 80s. But think about it. Reverend Graham is addressing that culture and saying things that our culture needs to hear. We're not the first generation who ever dealt with the fact that things seem to be unexplainable, that things are being shaken. But the truth that he said, there is something unshakable. There is something unshakable out there. And that thing that is unshakable is our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. In your notes this morning, first little point there. When God shakes things, he has one purpose, so that that which is unshakable will become apparent. In the book of Hebrews, God is going to shake the earth, and he's going to shake the universe, so that that which is unshakable will become apparent. And I think in a smaller level right now, God is allowing things to take place. He is allowing a shaking. There's governmental shaking. There's economic shaking. There's possibly coming up, although we've already had some, there's going to be physical shaking of, of earthquakes and natural disasters. God is shaking so that what is unshakable becomes apparent. And I want to ask you, how unshakable have you been? How unshakable have you been? The only unshakable thing is the kingdom of God, which we are a part of. Jesus is unshakable. His spirit is unshakable. And since the Holy Spirit lives within us, we can also be unshakable. That is what God has made possible for us. Because when God shakes things, he has one purpose, not to defeat us, and if you found yourself shaking, even collapsing during this, his purpose isn't to tear you down. His purpose is to show you, you need to get yourself founded, plugged in upon the rock. 
old hymn we used to sing. I don't know if we've even sang it here in a long time, whether we have. On Christ, the solid rock, what? Now all other ground is? All other ground is shifting sand. Are you standing on the rock? Because if you are, things may shake around you, but your foundation is solid, it is firm, it's going to hold you up no matter what comes against you. See, folks, the kingdom of God is still functioning on planet Earth. The values of the kingdom have not changed. It doesn't matter who's in the White House or who's in Parliament in London or who's in Congress in the United States or which dictator is sitting on whatever throne he has built for himself. It really doesn't matter who is there because kingdom of God is still functioning and we serve a higher king. That means today, no matter what's happening economically, no matter what's happening in the healthcare system, God still desires that men and women are saved. Amen? Amen. And that means because Jesus said that he was sent to seek and save that which is lost, the church, you and I, are still to be seeking and then leading to salvation those who are lost. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. It doesn't matter if you're sheltering in place. It doesn't matter if you share the gospel. Can I share the gospel with you with a mask on? Would you still receive it? Your mask wasn't on. Ooh, got to stay. Can I share the gospel with you six feet, socially distanced? Of course I can. Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> I... I'm going to be quoting Pastor Max Lucado later in my message, but I recently heard a message from him. He said he's going to be the first one to put gasoline on these things and burn them, but he's going to wear them until then. <laughs> oh, my. Values of the kingdom have not changed. God still desires that lives are transformed. Hearts and bodies are healed and touched. That value is still going forth. God is still baptizing in the Holy Spirit so that people can walk in the power of God. We are still salt. We are still light. We are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And as everything is being shaken, now hear this, as everything is being shaken, and we stand firm in the shaking, our salt is going to be more effective. Our light is going to shine brighter because we will rise up and people will take notice because we're not falling apart, but standing on a firm foundation. And if you are falling apart, if you have been falling apart, if you have been radically shaken, may I encourage you, seek more of Jesus. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is shifting sand. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, these words of Jesus, such important words. Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades, or the gates of hell, depending on how you memorized it, shall not prevail against it. Jesus is building his church. He has not stopped building his church. He started building his church after his resurrection in the day of Pentecost, and he has not stopped. I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not or shall not prevail against it. The church of Jesus Christ will never be destroyed. It is unshakable. Now, does that mean every local church, every denomination is going to be firm for all eternity? Not necessarily. Things change, but the church of Jesus Christ is firm. The church of Jesus Christ is unshakable. This is the next point in your note. The church of Jesus Christ is unshakable, and every born-again believer is part of this unshakable church. 
If you are connected to Jesus through salvation and through faith, you have the Holy Spirit of God. You are connected to something that is unshakable, his body, the church. You are connected to Jesus. He is unshakable. Listen, the church survived the Roman Empire. It survived the emperors who tortured It executed Christians, but the church survived. The church survived the Dark Ages. The church survived the Age of Enlightenment and the Industrial Age and all other ages of this planet since Jesus' death and resurrection. The church has survived because it is unshakable. The church has survived revolutions and coups and military takeovers and jihads. It has survived dictators, kings, and despots. It survives in communism. It survives in secularism. It survives in atheism. The church survives because the church is unshakable because Jesus is building his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Are you part of it this morning? Yeah, come on, give me some some raw meat. One pastor friend of mine said, you say amen, you clap, you praise God. That's like raw meat to a junkyard dog. And I feel like a junkyard dog this morning. So throw me some raw meat, folks. You at home, say amen at home too. Electronically, it'll get to me. (laughs) I understand how fear-producing and how anxiety-producing and how worrisome health issues, and financial issues, and relationship issues, and economic and governmental issues can be. But where are your eyes? Where are your eyes? We're going to close later with the song, Through It All, Through It All, My Eyes Are On You. And then through it all, through it all, it is well. But here's a problem that some of us believers have. We got sucked into the culture, and the enemy loves to use it. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on Fox News. And through it all, through it all, it's not well. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on Facebook and TikTok and whatever else is out there, Twitter. I'm meddling? I'm meddling? It won't be well. It's true, but I'm meddling. Okay, hey, he's throwing a little bit of raw meat here. Kind of like it. <laughs> Through it all. Through it all, where are your eyes? If you want to stand unshakable, then your eyes need to be put on that which is unshakable, our Lord Jesus Christ, his word, his kingdom, his ways, his church. <laughs> Then you will be on the solid rock. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. Twitter, Facebook, Fox News, CNN, and everything else is shifting sand. Christ and his word, I stand. I said earlier that I heard uh, Reverend Max Lucado preach. He recently told the story, and it was this story and that little Billy Graham clip that I saw that I realized that the Holy Spirit was prompting me to preach on this theme today. Also, we had a staff meeting on Friday, and at Friday's staff meeting, as I was talking to the staff members about 
where they're at and people that they're in communication with are at, it became apparent to me that this, this issue of what's going on right now needed to be addressed in a message either this week or next week, and, and it just became apparent that I wanted to preach it this week. But anyhow, Max Lucado shared this story, and I felt that it was so powerful that I'm going to close today uh, by quoting his words. Max, as he was telling this story to the congregation that he was preaching before, said, we need people to be like that congregation in London. No one would have thought of them had they not gathered on that Sunday morning. The night before, the airplanes had bombed the city on Hitler's demand, rendering London into a circle of fire. Air raids had crushed the structures. Buildings were collapsed. Bricks were on the streets, including the building in which that church met. And when those stalwart saints showed up that Sunday morning to worship, the roof was gone. And bricks covered the pews. They had no place to sit, but that didn't stop them from worshiping. They stood in a circle of their, in their collapsed building, and they sang the old hymn, The church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. She is his new creation by spirit and the word. From heaven he came and sought her to be his holy bride. With his own blood he bought her, and for her life he died. Can you envision that circle of brave souls? They set their faith on their unfailing God and smack in the middle of a global crisis, even worse than the one they are facing today, they gathered they circled, and they worshiped. The explosions, the sirens, the sounds all night long, yet they gathered to worship the next morning. And we know this because of a young reporter by the name of Ben Patterson. He had arrived from the United States, believe it or not, the day before. His first night in a London hotel, he covered his head with a pillow. And later he said he cried out to God to take his life from him because all he could hear were the sirens and the screams of the dying and the wounded. And he despaired of life itself. But at some point he dozed off. And he awoke to the unexpected sound of a singing church. He looked outside the window and he saw this congregation gathered in the rubble. And he later wrote, quoting now Patterson, suddenly I saw something in the world that was untouchable. Something had, that had endured through the millennia. Something that was indestructible. The spirit of life and power of Jesus within his church. Reverend Lucado went on to exhort the congregation he was preaching to with these words. Friends, bombs are still dropped. Worlds still explode. Pandemics still rage. Pandemics still rage. But in the midst of it all, God has his people. God has you. And you. And you. And you. And you. Your school needs you. 
your business needs you. The world is clamoring right now for some people who aren't giving up. Some people who are willing to climb out of bed each morning and say, okay, I'm trusting in the goodness of an almighty God and I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to take any shortcuts. You can count on me. I'm here for this moment. For such a time as this, God has called me to be here. And then Reverend Lucado closed asking this question of those people, and I asked the same question today of us. Will you be one of these people? How are you feeling today? How's your foundation? Is it solid? Is it on the rock of Jesus Christ? As the team makes its way back to the platform, here's that closing statement by Reverend Lucado. I want you to see it again. It's in your notes so you can take it home. The world is clamoring right now for some people who aren't giving up. Some people who are willing to climb out of bed each morning and say, okay, I'm trusting in the goodness of an almighty God and I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to take any shortcuts. You can count on me. Will you say that to God today? God, you can count on me. You can count on me. I'm here for this moment, for such a time as this. God has called me to be here. We don't know what else this year holds. But Jesus is still on the throne. The church of Jesus Christ is unshakable. And every born-again believer who is part of this unshakable church has the supernatural ability to advance the kingdom and live in the power of the Spirit. That's how we can remain unshakable when everything else is shaking. Where are you going to put your eyes today? Where are you going to put your eyes tomorrow? Will you declare, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it team is going to lead us in a song. I'd encourage you to stand and begin to engage in this great song. And may its words move into your heart and capture your attention. Stand if you will.
Mark, I'm going to ask a special favor if you would please go back in my message. Cue up that Billy Graham quote again, or that uh, little video. I want us to watch it one more time. It's only 50 seconds long, but it's powerful. It's powerful, it's powerful, it's powerful. Roll it. Habakkuk said, Lord, please tell me what you're doing. And God said, no, I'm not going to tell you, Habakkuk, because if I told you what I was doing, you wouldn't believe me. If God today told us what he's doing in the world, we wouldn't believe it. Don't you think God's given up and God's abdicated and God's left the throne? He hasn't. He's still on the throne. And those of us that know him put our trust in him and him alone. I don't put my trust in Washington. I don't put my trust in the United Nations. I don't put my trust in myself. I don't put trust in my money. I put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. When all the rest of it fails and crumbles and shatters, he'll be there. Amen, right? Once again, through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. Through it all, through it all. singing this confession. And Father, we make a commitment of our hearts to not only sing it, but to make it a reality. That we'll keep our eyes upon you. The old song we used to sing, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. We need to put our eyes, Lord. We need to put our eyes on you. May this not be just a prayer. May it not be just a song. May it become a reality. That through unsettledness in our homes and in relationships, through unsettledness in the finances and in possibly the stock market, and through the unsettledness that may happen in people's jobs and employment, through unsettledness politically, through unsettledness in health, we're going to keep our eyes on you. We're going to turn our eyes upon Jesus. We're going to look full, Lord, in your wonderful face. The things of earth will grow strangely dim, and we will be able to say, it is well. It is well with my soul. If you're at home this morning, we're going to open the front of the church here in person and we're going to pray for individuals but if you're at home this morning just know that we want to pray for you too if there's a need that you have if there's maybe you're dealing with great anxiety you're dealing with great fear um, just let us know 
communicate with us. We have lots of ways that you can communicate with us, and Pastor Evan's going to be sharing those with you in just a moment. Communicate with us. We will pray. We have staff prayer on, on Monday. Then we pray live on Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday. We have uh, a prayer chain. We want to pray with you if you're walking through a shaking and you want someone to join in praying for you and with you that you would be unshakable. But uh, also that same prayer for you here. We're going to open the front. Our prayer team is going to be moving forward in just a moment. But if, if you've been walking through a shaking time and you want someone to join and pray with you, that you may begin to stand more unshakable, then I'm going to encourage you in just a moment to come forward. For those of you online, once again, God bless you. Thank you for joining us this morning. As soon as you're able, as soon as either physically you're able or you feel comfortable, join us back in person. There's something about the presence of other people being around you. But maybe you live in another state or another country and you're watching. Well, we just appreciate you being with us online and hopefully you prayed that prayer at the beginning of my message that God would speak to you. Hopefully he spoke to your heart as he has spoken to hearts here. Thank you for joining us at CFA. Pastor Evan is going to give some final words and again, all of that information as to how you can communicate with us here at the church. We want to pray for your need. We want to pray for you. God bless you. Online audience. You've been listening to a message from Columbus First Assembly. We hope that you've been encouraged in your spiritual journey. If you're not part of a local church and would like to attend one of our regular services, our church is located at the corner of 10th and Iowa Street in Columbus, Indiana. Our Sunday morning worship services start at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday evening studies begin at 7 p.m. And while you're online, check out our website at columbusfirstassembly.org for details and information about our church. You will also find other messages and series that you can listen to or download. Thanks for spending some time with us and for taking advantage of this resource from Columbus First Assembly, where we strive to learn and live the word and ways of God.